We circle around the fire to raise the cone of power to grant what we desire, so mote it be. We circle around the fire to raise the cone of power to grant what we desire, so mote it be. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance all night long. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance a circle song. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance all night long. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance a circle song. We circle around the fire to raise the cone of power to grant what we desire so mote it be we circle around the fire to raise the cone of power to grant what we desire so mote it be Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance all night long. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance a circle song. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance all night long. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance a circle song. We circle around the fire to raise the cone of power to grant what we desire, so mote it be. We circle around the fire to raise the cone of power to grant what we desire, so mote it be. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance all night long. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance a circle song. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance all night long. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance a circle song. We circle around the fire to raise the cone of power to grant what we desire, so mote it be. We circle around the fire to raise the cone of power to grant what we desire, so mote it be. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance all night long. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance a circle song. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance all night long. Weave magic by the moonlight, sing and dance a circle song. Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. That was Cone of Power by Alicia Bonnet and the New Moon Singers. And guess what the show is about? Yes, the Cone of Power. 
For those of you who haven't done this yet, please check out the blog. It's goddesswhat1.wixsite.com forward slash home. Go ahead and let me know what you think of it and the show, and you can even listen to this podcast on the website. If you can, please share this podcast via Twitter, Facebook, goddesswhat1.wixsite.com forward slash home, or wherever you can to everyone you know. Now for the topic, the cone of power. A funny thing just happened to me yesterday. I'm sure that this might have happened to you too. I watched a documentary about the history of Wicca and Gerald Gardner called The Man Who Made Witchcraft. In it, the host did talk about the cone of power. I will put the link to that video on the show notes for you to watch. For now, I'm going to have you listen to some more music. Here's Power of the Witch by Incubus Succubus.
Here's the short history of the cone of power. I know that in one of my sources that this goes back to the 1500s, but the real history of it is in the 20th century. For those of you who know the history of Wicca, you can now guess that it was Gerald Gardner, who, along with the people of the New Forest Coven, did do Operation Cone of Power ritual in August of 1940. They did this ritual to prevent the German Nazis from invading Britain. For those of you who are World War II enthusiasts, you know what really did happen. So you see one example of how the Cone of Power was used. I will talk more about it after the Spirit Guide of the Week. Let's listen to Wiccan Dance by Magic Folk.
for the spirit guide of the week. I am going back to the animal world to talk about the robin. If the robin is your totem animal, expect new growth in several areas in your life. Spirit animal robin is telling you to let go of stuff that is stagnant in your life. It also means letting go of your attachment to drama. You might even have to let go of anyone who is a drama king or queen. If Robin is your power animal, that means that you love music or are working in the music industry. So sing or listen to your favorite song. To allow new growth to happen, you have to make a wish. But Robin says that you have to be patient so that you can watch how it comes true. Your wish will not come true right away, but it will take weeks or even months for it to come to fruition. Robin as a symbol lets you know to exercise compassion and patience in spiritual, mental, and emotional areas. Once you do, you will be happy and content with life. And Spirit Animal Robin is all about focusing on trusting yourself to persevere and keep on going. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. Oh, there was a lad was born in Kyle, but what not a what not style. I doubt it's hardly worth a while to be so nice with Robin. Robin was a roving boy, a ranting, roving, ranting, roving. Robin was a roving boy, ranting, roving, Robin. Our monarch in most year but one was five and twenty days begun. And at last of January when Blue Hansel laid on Robin Robin was a roving boy Ranton, roving, ranton, roving Robin was a roving boy Ranton, roving, robin
times three makes nine I swear by every skull and line This chapel clearly like our kind So blessings on thee, Robin Robin was a roving boy Rampton, Robin, Rampton, Robin Robin was a roving boy Rampton, Robin, Robin Robin was a roving boy Robin was a roving boy You just heard Ranton Roven Robin by Tempest. According to LearnReligion.com, the Cone of Power is a method of raising and directing energy by a group. It is done in unison. Those of you who are new to paganism, it involves you and your coven standing in a circle. You might be holding hands or you might not. Then you visualize energy flowing between you and everyone else in the coven. The energy is raised by singing, dancing, or other ways. The energy cone is formed above your coven circle. The cone is coming from you up to the center of the circle and continues up to the universe. Of course, like all things, your coven does have to set an intention before doing this. Remember that the first forest coven did theirs just to sway the Nazis from invading Britain. Another example of the cone of power that your coven can do is, say that a member is sick with cancer. You can do this ritual to help heal that person. Another good thing about the cone of power is that a solitary witch can do it themselves. That is what it's all about. Here's Elaine Silver with Energy in Motion. Energy in motion 
dream symbol to interpret. There are three in this week's dream symbol. They are high school, man, and marriage. High school in dreams usually represents the friendships that you made while you were young. If you had a dream where you have to repeat high school, it represents doubting your goals and accomplishments. If you see a man in your dreams, it denotes an aggressive, assertive, competitive, and rational aspect of yourself. If you know that man in your dreams, it might be your reflected feelings and concerns for him. To dream of an old man means forgiveness and wisdom. If you are a woman and you dream that you're in the arms of a man, represents your stronger, assertive personality that you are welcoming and accepting. If you dreamt of getting married, it means harmony, commitment, or transition. To dream that you're engaged, it's telling you that there will be a situation that will turn out worse than you expected. If you dreamt of an arranged marriage, it denotes that you are feeling forced to do something that you don't want to. And if you marry your ex in your dreams, it signifies you learning from those past mistakes and accepting aspects of that relationship. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming.
Here's another myth. Here's another story from folk text. This one is called Two Cat Witches and it's from Wales. In the old days, it was believed that the seventh son in a family of sons was a conjurer by nature. That is, he can work wonders like the fairies and excel the doctors in curing diseases. If he were the seventh son of a seventh son, he was himself a wonder of wonders. The story ran that he can even cure the shingles, which is a very troublesome disease. It is also called by a Latin name, which means a snake, because it gets worse. It coils itself around the body. Now the eagle can attack the serpent and conjure and kill this poisonous creature. To secure such power, Hugh the conjurer ate the flesh of eagles. When he wished to cure the serpent disease, he uttered words in the form of a charm that acted as a talisman and cure. After wetting the red rash, which had broken out over the sick person's body, he muttered, She-eagle, she-eagle, I send you over nine seas and over nine mountains and over nine acres of moor and fen, where no dog shall bark, no cow low, and no eagle shall see a higher rise. After that, the patient was sure that he felt better. There was always a great rivalry between these conjurers and those who made money from the pilgrims at holy wells and visitors to the relic shrines. But this fellow, Hugh, and the monks kept on mutually good terms. They often ate dinner together, for Hugh was a great traveler over the whole country and always had news to say to the holy brothers who lived in cells. One night, as he was eating supper at an inn, four men came in and sat down at the table with him. By his magical power, Hugh knew that they were robbers and meant to kill him that night to get his money. So to divert their attention, Hugh made something like a horn to grow up out of the table and then laid a spell on the robbers so that they were kept gazing at the curious thing all night long while he went to bed and slept soundly. When he rose in the morning, he paid his bill and went away while the robbers were still gazing at the horn. Only when the officers arrived to take them to prison did they come to themselves. Now at Bessicoet, that pretty place which had a name that sounds so funny to us Americans and suggests a girl named Betty the Coet at college, there was a hotel called the Inn of Three Kegs. The shop sign hung out in front. It was a bunch of grapes gilded and set below three small barrels. This inn was kept by two respectable ladies who were sisters. Yet, in that same hotel, several travelers, while they were asleep, had been robbed of their money. They could not blame anyone nor tell how the mischief was made. With the key in the keyhole, they had kept their doors locked during the night. They were sure that no one had entered the room. There were no signs of men's boots or anyone's footsteps in the garden, while nothing was visible on the lock or door to show that either had been tampered with. Everything was in order as they went to bed. Some people doubted their stories, but when they applied to Hugh the Conqueror, he believed them and volunteered to solve the mystery. His motto was, go anywhere and everywhere, but catch the thief. When Hugh applied one night for lodging at the inn, nothing could be more agreeable than his two hostesses' welcome and pleasing manners. At supper time and during the evening, they all chatted together merrily. Hugh, who was never at a loss for news or stories, told about various kinds of people and the many countries he had visited, in imagination, just as if he had seen them all, though he had never set foot outside of Wales. When he was ready to go to bed, he said to the ladies, 
It is my custom to keep a light burning in my room all night, but I will not ask for candles, for I have enough to last me until sunrise. So saying, he bade them good night. Entering his room and locking the door, he undressed but laid his clothes near at hand. He drew his trusty sword out of its sheath and laid it upon the bed beside him, where he could quickly grasp it. Then he pretended to be asleep and even snored. It was not long before, peeping between his eyelids only half closed, he saw two cats come stealthily down the chimney. When in the room, the animals leapt about and then gambled and romped in the most lively way. Then they chased each other around the bed as if they were trying to find out whether he was asleep. Meanwhile, the supposed sleeper kept perfectly motionless. Soon the two cats came over to his clothes and then one of them put her paws into the pocket that contained his purse. At this, with one sweep of his sword, Hugh struck at the cat's paw. The beast howled seriously and both animals ran for the chimney and disappeared. After that, everything was quiet until breakfast time. At the table, only one of the sisters was present. Hugh politely inquired after the other one. He was told that she was not well, for which Hugh said he was very sorry. After the meal, Hugh declared he must say goodbye to both sisters, whose company he had enjoyed the night before. Despite the other lady's many excuses, he was admitted to the sick lady's room. After polite greetings and mutual compliments, Hugh offered his hand to say goodbye. The sick lady smiled at once and put out her hand, but it was her left one. Oh no, said Hugh with a laugh, I never in my life have taken anyone's left hand, and beautiful as yours is, I won't break my habit by beginning now and here. Reluctantly, as if in pain, the sick lady put out her hand. It was bandaged. The mystery was now cleared up. The two sisters were cats. With the help of evil fairies, they had changed their form and were the real robbers. Hugh seized the other sister's hand and made a slight cut in it, from which a few drops of blood flowed, but the spell was over. Henceforth, said Hugh, you are both harmless and I trust you will both be honest women. And they were. They were like other women from that day and kept one of the best of those inns. Clean, tidy, comfortable, and modest prices. For which Wales is or was noted. Neither as cats with paws nor landladies with soaring bills did they ever rob travelers again.
was Cats in the Catacombs by Kristen Lawrence. Before that, you heard Omnia with Green Man Blues. That is it for this show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. If you have a suggestion for a song, show topic, spirit guide, or dream symbol, or you just want to like, share, or comment, you can do so at goddessvault1.wixsite.com forward slash home, through the Music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, or on Twitter and Instagram at goddessvault. I am going to leave you with Where There's Fear, There's Power by Reclaiming. Blessed be and be safe. Thank you.